Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill. And today, um, yeah, it's me. Um, you know, um, I know you guys have been um mainly getting solo episodes lately. Um, but there will be guest episodes coming up, I promise. Um, it's just we're getting closer to the holidays, and so you know, timing with you know, interviews have been kind of crazy. So yeah, so trust me, you guys are going to get more guests eventually, you know, um, probably within the next week or two. Um, but as of right now, yes, it is me only. But um, so today I wanted to talk about um, a topic that was kind of mentioned um, in a previous ep- episode with Ashley Aftal. Um, if you guys did listen to that, then you kind of know what I'm talking about. But if not, uh, then um, I will have that linked in the show notes so you can go listen to that. Um, but I wanted to do like a deeper dive on the topic. So, um, so yeah, so it'll be linked, um, in the show notes under resources if you guys haven't listened to it yet, but it, but I promise you, it's like a really good one. Um, she literally like packed up her whole life and moved from like Arizona to Oklahoma, which is like a 19 hour drive from where she was to pursue her dream of running micro sprints full time. And honestly, you know, that. It's an amazing feat because some people will not pack up their whole lives to go somewhere where they don't know anybody. They don't know, you know, anything about the place that they're moving to just to be able to pursue their dreams. And yeah, guys, um, if you are looking at the reels, yes, I look like a hot mess today. Um, and I'm literally running on three hours of sleep, but I knew that this podcast is extremely important and, um, and I wanted to make sure that I got this out on time. So yeah, like I'm literally having to bust my ass to get through this today. So please bear with me. I know my voice is kind of, eh. so yeah. Um, so anyway, so let's just jump straight into this. So like, what will it take for you to take the leap of faith on your dream? Right. Pretty much like what Ashley did. Ashley just packed up her whole entire life and moved, but not everybody has to do that. Like not everybody has to literally leave their entire lives behind to be able to pursue what it is they truly want to do. Um, you know, that it can be multiple things that, you know, that you can do that literally you wouldn't even have to like leave your, your home. Right. Um, depending on what your situation is. So like, literally I want you to like take a minute and like really think about it. Like, This is like, and so this podcast episode literally is for you if you are currently like not living out your dream. So like if you are sure you, you might resonate with some of these things that you might've actually had to have gone through, um, in order to pursue your dream. But this is for the people that have not done that yet. Like you're, you know, you're currently, for example, like you might be working a nine to five that you hate. Or you're in college, but not majoring what you truly want to do because of what other people have said to you about your dream. Like, you know, so this is for the people pleasers, the people that constantly seek out external validation to make decisions for their lives. And the reason why I'm speaking to you guys is because I was there. That was me. I was that people pleaser, that person that constantly seeked external and that validation for everything. And I would never really make 
true decisions for my life on my own because I always had other people making those decisions for me. And I want to talk to you guys today because I know what that's like. I know I know exactly where you've been because I literally made that that drastic change only 2 years ago. Like that's how little amount of time and at 37, like guys, like I literally didn't start taking full control of my life until I was 35. And that's crazy because it's like you would think that I wouldn't have waited that long because obviously I also had my own family. But sometimes, you know, we are fed this this societal narrative of how we're supposed to live our lives. And sometimes we just fall into that and we don't really think about what we truly want to do. So that's why I want you to really take the time to be like, think about like, are you truly happy? Like, if not, like ask yourself why and what would it take for you to be happy? Because if you think about it, like sometimes we are not truly happy. We just kind of go through the motions of living our lives. So, you know, it, because you get stuck in a routine and you've been doing it for God knows like 10 plus years or so sometimes. And then it's like, then all of a sudden one day it just hits you and it's like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing all this stuff that doesn't even make me happy? Right? Like, why am I in the situation that I'm in? Why can't I just do what I truly want to do and live my life to the fullest? And this isn't, serving me anymore. Right. So sometimes that's just simply writing out goals for yourself, um, or speaking it out loud, like into existence to yourself, because it's like, like be real and like be raw, like with how you truly feel about things. Like, and like, I'll, I'll say for, from example, like from my own personal life, like how, I'm happy with my home life. Like I love my family. I love my husband. You know, I love my kids. I love how we live, like how our home lives are, but I'm not happy with my work life because I don't really have much of a work-life balance right now. You know, that it's not that I hate my job, like the, my corporate job, but I mean, you know, it's just like I'm adulting. It pays the bills, right? Um, Until I can go full time with the podcast. But I want to be able to devote more time to the podcast, but I cannot because of my work schedule. Because I work from seven to three, and then I only have an hour between three and four. And then at four o'clock is when I do like podcast stuff interviews, whatever I need to do. And I'm working sometimes like I try my best, but I'm sometimes working till eight, nine o'clock at night. And then like, you know, I've got to be ready for the next day. Um, and I'm not gonna lie. It stresses me out sometimes, but I mean, I love the podcast and I love everything that I do with the podcast. And I'm so grateful that I have a team that I've paid for, because honestly, if I didn't, there's no way that I'd be able to put out the content that I do, you know, but it's still a lot of work on me, um, behind the scenes. And guys, I'm literally working like on the podcast, I'm working at least five to six hours a day on the podcast. And that's on top of my 
40 hour a week job. Like it, I'm practically working almost two full-time jobs and trying to balance my home life and get some sleep in between there. Like I said, like last night I'm running, I'm literally running on three hours of sleep right now. <laughs> and, and you guys that are looking at video or reels, you probably can see it. Okay. Because it's pretty obvious. And that is why I look like a mess. I have pigtails today and I'm wearing a hoodie and I'm not like even trying today. But anyway, but still, you you guys kind of get what I mean. And it's like, in order for me to be truly happy, that's for me to become a podcaster and content creator full time. Like that is my goal is to do that full time. So so the thing is, once you figure out what that is, it's like, well, what needs to be put into place for you to get from point A to point B, B right? So like for me, in order to become a full-time creator, right? My funds with sponsorships and brand deals would have to exceed my current income right now in order for me to quit my job. Like that, like that's my goal. Like my goal is I have to make enough to where I am at making more than what I make currently in my current job. So I... And the way that the goal that I have set for myself is that I would have to leave my job once I have a year's worth of bills covered in savings, right? Just in case I would need it because the and obviously, um, and if you guys are aware of other people that are content creators, your income is not going to be a consistent number. Like there's going to be months where you might make more. And then there's going to be some months where you might make less than you normally do. So because it fluctuates and it's not always the same amount, I want to make sure just for my own personal like safety net, I want to have a year's worth of bills covered in savings. So if there are months where I don't really make anything, you know, not saying that that'll happen, but you know, we just have to be realistic. Um, then at least I can pay the bills that I need to pay and I'm not making my family struggle. Right. So that's pretty much, you know, what I have put into place for myself. So, and you would need to do the same thing, figure that out. What does that look like for you? So once you figure out that end goal, right, what steps like or of action, right. Can you take to get closer to that goal? Right. So for example, for me, in order to get there, in order to bring in income, I have to sell, right? That means selling sponsorship packages for the podcast and getting brand deals, which means selling, like pitching brands to collaborate, posting, um, selling posts like on social media, promoting, you know, the sponsorship packages within the actual podcast, you know, like as an ad and then like advertising the podcast in other ways. So whether that means, you know, doing like traditional, um, advertising, um, or just, or like being on other people's podcasts, because that gets like the name out there, pretty much being able to promote the podcast in other, through other venues, um, that helps, right. Uh, that gets people, to know what the podcast is. So 
no matter what you choose to do in life, guys, like no matter what, you need to do what is best for you. And I say this out of love, okay, because so many of us always ask people like, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? There's nothing wrong with getting people's opinions, especially if like they are possibly like you kind of look to them as like a mentor or something like that, because, you know, some of us have people that uh, we look up to or they've already been in our situation and, you know, we might ask them for advice. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, you still have to be mindful of all of all of that information that you get. Because if you start asking way too many people, like all the time for validation, pretty much, then sometimes it actually does the opposite. It'll actually self-sabotage you because sometimes that might mean that you might not go through with what you truly want to do because you've had too many people say negative things about it. So you've got to... Sometimes take people's advice with a grain of salt. Um, and, it, and it doesn't mean that they're being ugly because sometimes it's just them looking out for you because maybe they've been in that situation and it didn't go well for them. But that, that doesn't always mean that it won't go well for you. Sometimes there are things that are meant for us and there are things that are not meant for us. And a lot of us tend to be so afraid a failure that we don't go through with things, even though it might fail. Like I've had multiple failed attempts on like going, like going full time with something, like being consistent with something, you know, multiple businesses. Like I freelanced, I was a graphic designer for quite some time. I was a web designer for quite some time. Then I, then I was doing, um, like I was a content writer, like a copywriter. And I did that for a long time. Um, I did that when my kids were a lot younger and, um, you know, I used to do like, I used to write essays for like college students and they paid me. And yeah, I know it sounds kind of unethical, but you know what I'm saying? Like I was doing things like that. Um, writing dissertations for college students. I was doing, um, all of the kind of things like that. I tried to create my own, um, clothing line at one time. And honestly, that was probably the closest that I got to something that was consistent. And I mean, I even, I even, um, showed, um, one, like a couple of my pieces at, um, at Acon, which is a large anime convention, um, in Fort Worth. And, um, when, when I lived out there and I was a speaker, I had a panel, um, about Japanese decor fashion. Um, and, and so, and it did well and people were interested in my products, but I didn't sell one because I didn't even go live with the site because I self-sabotaged and I just left it alone. And honestly, it, <laughs> to this day, like I feel bad about it because I'm like, that was something that I was truly passionate about. And I loved creating that, that fashion line, but I just, I don't know. Like I was so afraid to go full time with that and just see, and just put it out there and see what happens. 
I, it's like I was so scared of failing, but I don't want you guys to be scared of failing because the thing is, it's like, put it out there. You don't have to like go and just quit your job and like just live off your savings. You don't have to do that. People have side hustles all the time. See, just see if it works. If it works and, and you start bringing the income in, then do it like, you know, and and then keep up with it and keep at it. But that's the thing. Now you don't have to just like quit everything and be like, you know what? I'm going to quit my job and I'm just going to go full, like full bore with this. You don't have to. Um, you can create something that's more of a side hustle and then try it and see if it works. Um, you know, and then go from there. But obviously, you know, it really depends on what you truly want to do. Because for some people, you know, depending on what it is that they want to do with their lives, they might not be able to do it as a side hustle, right? Um, like for example, um, obviously we're talking about motorsports, you know, to be a race car driver, like if you want to do that as a full-time career, you really can't do that just on the weekends. You know, like you actually would have to like really go full out with it. Um, and, but you know, for some people, like they still need something that's going to pay the bills. Right. Um, and that's why you see a lot of, uh, women, especially women in motorsports getting brand deals, pretty much focusing on their personal brands or sell, you know, or, um, I'll throw Megan Meyer in here, you know, like she sells like courses and stuff and teaches people how to use social media to build their personal brands, like for, to be able to get sponsorships and stuff for racing. And so, you know, learning from people like that, that have done it. And I mean, they have the results to back it up, you know, doing things like what she's doing. I mean, that's a passive income thing for her too, because if she sells courses, those courses can be sold overnight, right? Like she doesn't have to like physically be, yeah, she had to physically create the course. But after that, that's just a passive income stream. So also think about passive income streams. And, oh, and that's another thing too. So there is a episode. I will put that in the show notes under resources as well. It's an older episode that I did with Kristen, uh, Kristen Bowser. She, um, she's a realtor, um, within the Pennsylvania area. She's a race wife. Um, but we talk about that. We talk about passive income and, and things like that in that episode, all about social media marketing, all of that kind of stuff, guys. Like, um, so I will put that also in the show notes as well. So you guys can go listen to that because there's a ton of like very valuable information in there, um, that, you know, if you are somebody that wants to look into doing like passive income streams, which is highly recommended, um, because to be honest, if you think about it, most people that are millionaires and billionaires, they have a lot of passive income streams, you know, um, and there was a like a, there was a statistic that supposedly most have at minimum seven passive income streams. So definitely like keep that in mind, because for somebody that especially if, you know, you're doing this as more of a side hustle um, and you, you know, you're still working a full time job creating passive income streams. Yes, it does take work. Trust me, passive income streams doesn't mean that like you don't really do anything. You have to put in some work to be able to create 
that actual passive income stream. But once you finish creating it and you just promote it, right? Because you can still have to promote it, right? Because other than that, people are not going to know about it. But that will be really the only thing you have to focus on is promoting it. And once you start promoting it and you really get that out there, then you can just start making money overnight, you know, because when people find your, find your content and find all the stuff that you're doing, then they can easily just go and purchase that. And you don't have to physically be there and you don't have to physically like talk to somebody or whatever, um, you know, at that moment. So it makes it easier when you have passive income streams to be able to have consistent income coming in. Um, and yeah, we talk about it in there. And so, like I said, I will, um, include that in the show notes. Um, so you guys can check that out, but like I said, don't let others deter you from your dreams. Do not do what you truly want to do. But obviously be mindful of your situation because, you know, especially like, for example, and I'll just use myself because, you know, I don't know everybody's situation, but like for, for instance, with me, that's why I came up with that goal that I have to have a year's worth of savings before I quit my job, because I have a family to take care of, right? Like I have responsibilities and I can't, and we're a two income household. So I have to make sure that I'm still able to keep up my end of, you know, the bills and stuff like that. So I can't just up and quit and just hope for the best. Um, and some people can do that. Some people can just live off of the current savings that they have. But for me, I, that's not feasible. Um, and so that's why I have to, keep that in mind. And because I have my own family, I'm not able to just up and quit. Like I would have to have so much put back before I could do that. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Now for other people, you know, they might not have to do that. They might only want to put back three months or six months worth of savings and then be like, you know what, that's it. I'm done. And, and that's great. If you can, if you can do that. Um, but for me, I just know myself, I would feel safer with a year's worth, you know? Um, and for other people, you know, six months might be enough, but for me, I would prefer a year because then I don't have to worry so much about, um, getting, especially getting through the holidays because, you know, um, Sometimes the holidays can be a slow time for people. And so for me, it's like if I can have income and savings for a whole entire year, then there might be times where I don't have to use it at all. Right. But then there might be times where it's slower and I might have to use it. So that's why, like, I just want to be cautious. Um, And so I'm good with that. And so that's why I chose that goal. But, you know, for other people that might not be, you know, what they truly want, but either way, like just have some type of goal for yourself. Um, and guys, I mean, just go out there and do what you love to do. You know, like don't live your life. If, if, for example, if you do want to live that nine to five life and you want to work and, you know, work for somebody else until you retire. 
then good for you. Like there's nothing wrong with that, that if that's your actual goal and that's what you want to do and you want to climb that corporate ladder, then do that. But for the people that are only doing it because, you know, that's just the norm and that's just what we're supposed to do technically, but you know that this life is not for you and you want a slower life where you can actually do things on your own and create your own stuff and be an entrepreneur, then this is for you. Like this, this message is for you. Go out there and do what you love to do because you don't want to live your life with what ifs and regrets. You don't because, you know, and I don't know how many times I've had those regrets or, or what ifs because it's like, I didn't take that chance on myself, right? I didn't have the confidence to take that chance on myself. But with the podcast, this is me actually taking a chance on myself. This is the only thing that I have been 100% all in full, fully consistent with. And it's because I'm passionate about it. And I do want, you know, other people to to understand that. And I want other people to see this because it's like, you guys see how much work I put in and put out every, every week. You know, I mean, this is not, this is not something that, um, was like an overnight thing. I mean, like I said, I mean, now granted, I have to say that the work that I've put in, even though it's been less than a year, has truly paid off. If you guys hadn't seen um, the um, the post that I made, Race Wife Unfiltered is officially a top 10% podcast. Y'all, that's out of 3.2 million podcasts. The uh, This podcast is in the top 10%. And y'all, like, this is so surreal to me because the thing is the amount of blood, sweat, and tears I've put into this podcast. I am so thankful that I've gotten to that point because guys, if you have ever looked at like those ratings, cause that's through listen notes, most of the people that are in the top 10%, they do this full time and they have full-blown production teams, everything. Like most of these people that do the top 10, that are in the top 10% are people that I, I look up to. And to know that my, this podcast, and I won't even say my podcast, our podcast, because everybody that listens, everybody that comments and shares and whatever, everybody can, contributes to this. So our podcast, okay, literally is in the top 10%. For somebody that literally does this as a side, pretty much a side hustle, not even a re- really a hustle because, you know, I mean, and I've been I've been open. I'm not really making any money off of this. This is just me bootstrapping everything. I pay for my own equipment. I pay my team. I don't have income coming in. The few brand deals that I've had, they were all like PR type things. So I got something and then I just, you know, had to like promote it or whatever, but I got something for trade, I guess you could say. So I have not 
brought in real income on this podcast at all. And I'm being 100% open about it because I'm going to be open about that. A lot of people are not very open about how much money they make. And I don't, I make zero. I make none. And I'm paying a full, a full team to help me because I don't have enough time to be able to commit to doing this full time. Um, because I cannot quit my job until I have that type of income. And so I'm having to do this all, you know, all bootstrapped and it's not cheap guys. I'll be real. It really isn't, but you know, I do it because this is what I love to do. And I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not mad about it. Like I'm not mad about the fact that I haven't brought income in yet, you know, cause I'm still a new podcast. I mean, guys, just to even get to the top 10% in less than a year is insane. Most people don't even do that. So like to me, you know, I'm not, I'm not tripping about it. I mean, the ads that do run in the podcast, cause you guys do hear them. Um, that is through Podbean and be honest guys, it's CPM. So like, I'll be real with you. You know how much money I've made? I've made like $5. That's it. And there's major brands that are running through through that um, through that income stream, like through there. And I've only made like five dollars and like thirty seven cents. That's it. That's all I've made in almost a year through Podbean, you know, running major companies ads through my podcast because they're paying based on downloads. And so. And also the downloads, it doesn't go by like Apple or Spotify. It goes by Podbean's downloads. So if people are not really listening to it on Podbean, then guess what? I don't make any money. And that's why I created my own sponsorship packages because I don't want it to be based on just one platform alone. That That's the issue with Podbean is that like they don't give me like all of my analytics. Like, I, I mean, I know how many downloads I get, but that's about it. Like when it comes to retention rate and um, also when it comes to the ads that are running, they only go by Podbean. So if you don't listen to it on Podbean and you listen to it on Apple or Spotify, I don't get any income. So, but the thing is, guys, like, that's why I don't want to do the whole thing with Podbean anymore, you know, in that way. And I want people to run ads directly through me because then they don't just get an ad because that's the issue. They're only getting an ad and that's it. Like, they're not getting extra things because first of all, with my sponsorship packages, you don't just get ads. You get to be in my YouTube videos, you get to be in live streams. When I do live streams, like I promote your product then, you know, cause then you'll be sponsoring that live stream. You also get social media posts that you can in turn use because you get, you, you get UGC rights, which automatically, and you automatically get an ad in every single episode, no matter what tier you pack, what package you, you buy. So you're automatically in every single episode. And that's why I created those packages because you get way more return on investment that, you know, if you just do it through Podbean, you're not really getting anything because you're just running an ad. That's it. And so you're, I don't know what Podbean provides because it, 
like this is literally a third party thing and I don't have any contact with anybody that runs the ads. And so that's what I don't like because I can't build a relationship with the with the sponsors through when they go through Podbean. I can't I can't talk to you and be like, hey, what kind of ad do you want to run? Like, let's work on something like actually having a strategy meeting. Like I do that. That's part of the packages. We strategize together because I'm going to be, I'm going to be helping you create the ad. Like it's not where, you know, you're just going to hand me an ad that's already pre-made. Now, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But if not, and you don't have anything made and you're just like, Hey, I do want to run an ad, but I don't know what I want to do. You know, I help you create all of that, you know, because for example, with racing junk, those ads that run before almost every single episode, I create those and it's automatically where it has to be conversational, where it seems like it's not an ad. And I create that every single week. I create those on my own, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like I customize your ads based on what you're wanting to promote or, um, and then, you know, social media posts that will be curated too. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like I put a lot of time and effort into that when you work directly with me, but when you go straight through Podbean, I have no way of being able to work with you and being able to like, make sure that what you're running on the podcast is actually going to be beneficial um, for people to be able to, you know, purchase your product and stuff and actually be interested in your product. So that's why I do what I do. And that's why I created these packages because you get so much stuff. Plus you get to be on a race car. Like that's automatically included in every single package. You get to be on our race car minimum one season. So like the small business package, you get to be on it for one season, but then all the other ones, you get to be on it longer than that. Our our biggest package, which is our diamond package, that's a lifetime contract. Like you pay that one time and you're in it for life. Like as long as Race Wife and Filter is here, you get to be a part of it 100%. And your like your logo gets to be on the car forever. Um there is no limit on how many racing seasons it's on. Um, and you're, like I said, you're in, you're in every single episode, but it's every single episode forever because our smaller packages. So our small, our small business package and our VIP package is for one year. And then our platinum package is for two years. And then the, the lifetime package, which is our diamond package is, you know, forever. So that's how that one works. And the lifetime package, that one, if you buy for, buy that, you also get us coming to you on location. Like we will do live episodes from your location. Um, and we will have driver like appearances. So like my husband and I will come wherever you are with the race car, with your logo on it and everything. And we'll do appearances because you you chose to invest in us and so we're going to invest in you and we're going to make sure that you get 
that type of promotion. And we will come out there to you. I don't care if you're in California. We will drive. We will haul this. We will haul that car from Louisiana to California. If you are a part of that lifetime package, that's that's just how it is. Because guess what? Like you chose to invest in this and race wife and filter. So we invest in you. We make sure we put all the effort that we need to into your brand to help you be successful because you are making us successful, right? Like it's a partnership. It is something that we work on together. And so that's why I, that is why I'm, um, wanting to get rid of the, the ad marketplace with Podbean because I want to be able to work one-on-one with brands and not just have them go through them and, I'm not able to work with them one-on-one to be able to customize everything and, you know, and make everything, you know, exactly how you guys want it. So that is the whole point of going directly through us. And so if you guys want to be a part of this, obviously the, the link will be in the resources area of the show notes. Um, also if you guys, um, are on Instagram, um, I also have that link in my bio. Um, so you guys can do that. And um, of course, I know that not everybody can afford to do a sponsorship package. And guys, there is nothing wrong with that. And I appreciate just you guys sharing everything, you know, listening to podcasts, rating it, reviewing it, whatever. But if you do want to do something monetary, I also have buy me a coffee. And so you guys can literally (laughs) be a part of this for a minimum of $5, right? And that helps me be able to, like, for example, upgrade, upgrade equipment, because I'm going to have to do that really soon. Um, And, you know, it, it helps. And every dollar helps. Like, Don't think that because you can't afford one of the sponsorship packages that you cannot contribute in some way. $5 to me honestly means the world to me because it's the fact that you took the time out to even give me $5, like to, to help with keeping the podcast alive. Like to me that, that, that is fine. Like I'm not one of these people that's like, I'm going to turn down anything. No, I won't. Like, and I would appreciate, every, you know, all the help and the support. So that link is also in the resources and it's also on my Instagram. So you guys can go there too and, and, you know, buy me a coffee, you know? So, so yeah, guys, that is it for me. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you guys. Um, I know I say it all the time, but I really do. I appreciate everybody that listens, no matter where you are in the world, because we have people from all over the world that listen to this podcast, which for me is insanity because it's like, you know, I never thought how big this podcast could get. Um, and we have, I mean, we have so many people from all over the world that support the podcast and I appreciate every single one of you. Um, and, um, and I want you guys to live out your best lives as well. 
So like go out there and manifest your best lives because I want you guys to be happy. I want all of us to be happy and live the lives that we truly want. And for us to all have abundance, right? I mean, we're all worthy of abundance. And so I want you guys to be able to experience that as well and be truly happy. And you guys make me happy by listening to the podcast every single week, twice a week, right? Um, And so that's why I really appreciate all of you and everything that you guys do. So until until next week, um, you guys take care. All right, bye.